Yeah, we're devoting this hour to Halloween because by the time we air on Monday, it'll be a bit late. I want candy. There you go. So it is all about candy because uh, there's a study out there about our candy buying, candy handing out, trick-or-treating habits this year. And it's pretty fascinating. It answers some pretty interesting questions as in why do we choose the candy that we choose? It turns out to be quite self-serving. Uh, which mightn't come as much of a surprise. How many pieces of candy do most of us give out to trick-or-treaters when they show up at the door? There tends to be a bit of a consensus on that one, which probably shouldn't be too surprising, but I always struggle with that one a little bit. Um, The cost of candy is up. That will come as absolutely no surprise, but so is enthusiasm about the celebration this year. Canadians are spending again on Halloween. They want to see people at their front door. They want to see trick-or-treaters. It's time. Even though Monday, it falls on a Monday this year, that's usually a bit of a bad omen, but not not this year. So joining me now with more on this is Sylvain Charlebois. He's a professor in food distribution and policy and the senior director of the analytics lab at Dalhousie University, the food analytics lab at Dalhousie University. And they've just done a study on Halloween. Welcome to the show. Yes, this is the first time we've done a study on Halloween. Actually, the second time, but it is the first time we've looked at the management and candy procurement uh, with households Uh, and just to make things interesting and yes absolutely we've been talking about prices food prices and inflation for so long now Uh, we thought of changing gears a little bit and talk about something that is a little bit more fun and lighter it is i mean the price of halloween candy is up needless to say 13.2 percent but it hasn't stopped people i guess because uh trick-or-treating is sort of back the way it used to be this year, to some extent, that people are going to spend a lot of money on Halloween stuff this year. Apparently, yeah. So uh, the average household will be spending $22.40 on Halloween candy, which, well, households will be spending a lot of money on Halloween, but for candy specifically, it's about $22.40, which is actually quite encouraging. Yeah. Given the fact that this, this year's Halloween is actually on a Monday night, we just actually went through... Two supposedly lucrative Halloweens, Saturday and Sunday nights, uh, with no school. However, it it was during COVID, so uh, you know to guess how many kids would show up at your door was very difficult. There was a lot of waste, actually. Even retailers actually wasted a lot of candies because uh, demand was down. Demand yeah. was down. Yeah. And it- even if you remember, in 2019, there was the disaster in Montreal. Montreal canceled. Halloween due to bad weather. That's right. And, and that was that was the worst thing for retailers because on November first, they actually you know they make room for Christmas. They make and they actually send back candies the the, the next morning. So that was, and, and a lot of people actually do buy candy at the last minute. So, uh, but this year apparently I think people should be optimistic about Halloween and seeing a lot of trick or treaters at their door. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot more decorations this year. People seem to be really into Halloween. And it does foreshadow holiday spending a little bit. I mean, we don't know. I mean, all the surveys I've read is that holiday spending will be down this year. But Halloween sort of the kickoff of that. So maybe if people are in a joyous mood, maybe we'll see a bit of an uptick. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think people are encouraging. And of course, psychologically, the pandemic is over. I'm not saying that the pandemic is over, but psychologically, you can feel that people are moving on a little bit and they want to do other things and and live their normal lives and i think that on monday night we're going to see a lot of kids out there a lot of parents participating over half of households are planning to give out candies on monday which is actually quite a lot 
That is a lot. Uh, you did some really interesting uh, research into this, both the procurement, as you called it, you know, buying the candy yeah. and, and management well, I'm as well. I'm a supply chain kind of guy, so exactly. I'm always looking at <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so why do we buy the candy we buy? And you found overwhelmingly it's for one reason and one reason only. Well, going back, so that was the one question we wanted to see whether or not inflation was a factor, right? If price was a factor, and yes, it is a factor. But the number one criteria when people buy candy is whether or not they would eat the candy themselves. Yes, <laughs> makes sense. Because they, because they anticipate demand and sometimes they 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 don't forecast it right so if you have leftovers why not enjoy eating leftovers and and frankly i think a lot of adults do indulge in, indulge at halloween so it's not just about the kids but it's about the adults as well just waiting for trick-or-treaters to come to their doors once in a while you'll eat a candy here and there and why not oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that Oh yeah, my dad had that old "one for you, one for me" trick down uh, down pat when, <laughs> when I was a kid. When I was a kid, that's an interesting thing. I was really fascinated by because this is something you always ask yourself when you have trick or treaters at the door. You ask people how much candy they give out, how many items they give out. What did yeah. you? Find? Well, so yeah, a good portion actually are quite generous. So if you're sometimes people will actually buy one item per child. So a chocolate bar or a bag of chips or a soda pop or something like that. But uh, sometimes when when uh, when you're going through the evening, you'll end up giving a couple or three. And so we want to see how generous people are. And there's actually more than half of households will give out two or more items, which I thought was interesting. So you can feel that people want to be generous. And let's face it, Ben, as a kid, when you were done with uh, your trick-or-treating, you always remember that one or two houses where you got that magical chocolate bar you wanted, right? That, that oh, one yeah. thing you wanted and you want to go back next year as much as possible. Yeah, I remember there was one house when I was growing up that gave out actual chocolate bars, not the Halloween size one, real yeah. ones. And I mean, yeah. they were the most popular people. That house was forever loved by it didn't matter what happened. You, you, you know? went back a second time, didn't you? <laughs> well, I never, I was never allowed to go back twice, but I wanted to. <laughs> but I wanted to. But that's, a, yeah, that's a great We were actually talking about the houses that, that turn off their lights at Halloween that don't give out candy. When you're a kid, you always remember those. And you always remember the ones that give out really good treats as that's well. That's why right? you bring eggs. <laughs> <laughs> They're so expensive these days, though. I wouldn't. I, I know wouldn't, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, you also did a little bit of work into uh, just how long parents let their kids go before they pack it in. As parents, you wonder, okay, so we have a bag. Do we try to fill that bag, or do we go with time, an hour, two hours, whatever? And again, it's a split. So some parents are, are looking at one bag, let's fill out that bag and that's it, that we're done. And, or others actually, you know, many, many parents will go with many bags and say, let's actually fill out uh, our bags as much as possible for an hour or two hours. That's all we got. And so again, it's split. You also noticed one of the things I found interesting because uh, you asked this question, we talked about food allergies yesterday on the show was that uh, people do oh. actually pay attention to, or at least 30% of people pay attention to trying to get candies that are um, with allergies in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, as you know, Allergy Canada has a huge campaign 
with the turquoise uh, pumpkin uh, at Halloween for a reason, because obviously when you go from one door to another, uh, and if you have allergies, it's a problem. So that that 26%, 26% of, of, of buyers, candy buyers, do look for allergens, do look for labels. That's, that's, that's the highest number. Last year, it was actually a little bit less than 20%. So you can oh, wow. see that really there's more people are actually thinking about allergies. Uh, and, and, and frankly, Ben, it's 26% is way more than the actual number of people who have allergies. So you can see that a lot of households are conscious of the fact that we need to be careful with the kind of candy we, we give out. Yeah. The other, the last one that I thought was interesting is you did ask parents uh, how, how many of them, what percentage of them go through their kids' candy afterwards to make sure it's safe. Now, in my case, growing up, chocolate bars would disappear during that process. Perfectly safe chocolate bars, I was, as, far as, as far as I was concerned, was sort of my dad's way of... of a good uh, reason uh, to be suspicious. <laughs> to be suspicious. <laughs> but parents are still suspicious, that, that, right? That's you what know? we call a tax, Ben. It's a parental <laughs> it tax. It is. That's a good way of putting it, actually, now, because right. I, did, I did live rent-free, obviously. Um, <laughs> room and board, you know? But, yeah. but parents are still, obviously, they're still concerned. So parents are going through that candy once, it's, once it, the trick-or-treating is done. Parents will sort through what was picked up to make sure it's all okay. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the National Post. The National Post actually covered our, our study this week and, mm-hmm. uh, and their approach was very much about that. And they, and, and we, they actually looked at news of children being poisoned and, and harmed as a result of a blade in, a, in an apple or a fentanyl yeah. on candy. And I remember all those stories, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they were, and I didn't know this, Ben, but uh, the reporter, Laura Brohout from, from National Post, actually did brought to me uh, a report. Most of these things are urban legends. So the, you got about 84% of parents which will, who will go through all the candies. And so, and you got 16% who just, you know, they just go with, uh, with the flow and, and that's about it. And I suspect that those are parents uh, of, of older children. Right. Uh, no so, doubt. Yeah. yeah. So that's, but you can see that people are absolutely concerned if, uh, and if you give out apples, yeah. chances are it's going to be thrown out. Yeah, don't give out apples. Sorry, that's yeah. that's my, that's the nine year old me talking again. Uh, your and, favorite candy and, and toothbrushes. Yeah, exactly. If you want, if you want eggs, <laughs> give out toothbrushes. <laughs> and your favorite? What's your favorite, Sylvain? Yeah, what's what's your what's your go to? Oh, a slam duck, Reese's yeah. Pieces. Yeah, you can't beat those. It's that. You what, beat what is yours? I, I I'm a big. I, I really like. It's kind of boring. I love Kit Kats. I think Kit Kats are great, but you know it's it's a bit dull. But uh, Reese's Pieces. I know. Yeah, is that disappointing? Really? Be <laughs> Canadian. Say Coffee Crisp or something. Yeah, Coffee Crisp is also. They're all good. Let's put it that yeah. way. They're all good at Halloween. Exactly. But, all but Reese's Pieces, Reese's Buttercups. Those are good. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right. You can't beat those. Sidney Chalabois, always happy Halloween. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Take care, Ben.